MomCast each week, breaking the stereotypes of momhood and supporting each other on the good, bad, and often comical parts of being a mom. This is Mom Jeans and Minivans for the Perfectly Imperfect Mom. Hello. Hi, Trisha. I feel like we're both <laughs> talking a little quieter because it's evening. I'm talking quieter because Charlie's door is open. Oh. She's awake. She knows we're podcasting. And she said, I want my door open, but not not so you're so loud so I can fall asleep. But I still want to hear you. Aww. <laughs> you have to find that perfect so, little balance. Yeah. So I am whispering while I um, enjoy my dinner of rainbow sorbet. <laughs> so this real. was your first, this is a, well, we're in the first week of you back to work. Yes, we are day two. Day two. How's it going? It's good. Yeah. I definitely got teary-eyed the day of. Like, sad. It was sad from the older kid perspective of we've had the summer together and we did a lot of fun things. So that was just, like, sad not being being able to be with them for the day. And then, obviously, Harlow. Like, she'll be three months the end of this week. Mm. You know, like, she just, I don't know. You know, you hit that bonding time at three months. So yeah. Their personality is coming out. She's still discovered her fist. Yeah. It's the next best thing. When she sees me, she gives like the biggest gummiest smile. So uh-huh. she's starting to like really connect things. Yeah. So it's like, oh God, okay, now I'm leaving. And we're going to be with this new person. So that was like, got a little teary eyed. Charlie and Harlow woke up right before I left on Monday. So I could at least say goodbye. And then when I came home, everything went well with the new person. Um, and then when I came, came home, Augie and Charlie came running to me and just tackled me. And like, probably we sat on the floor for like four good minutes, just like, I missed you, mommy, and hugging, Aww, and I love you, mommy. Best. And so I was like, oh, because I don't get tackled like that. And then when I saw Harlow, she did give me a gummy smile. So I was like, okay. Okay, we're good. You know, so, yeah. So. She is looking so much like Charlie when Charlie was a baby. Oh, you think? It's so funny. Everyone has very strong opinions. Like, I hear more Augie. Then, oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I see. She, I see she, Charlie. I see Charlie in the chin, Augie in the cheeks. It just depends on the angle, I feel like. But yeah. you have to decide when you see her in a few weeks. I know. I can't wait. I'm so excited. I know. I keep thinking you've seen her. I'm like, oh, my God. No, you haven't. No. Oh, it's insane. I just can't wait to, like, hold her and smell her and kiss her. I know. Yeah. She's so cute. I'm just like, ugh. Just want to snuggle her. You know, so, Auntie Trisha's going to get yeah. one of those gummy smiles. Won't leave till I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're not hard to get. And we've discovered she's ticklish on her feet. So when in doubt, just tickle the feet. Oh my gosh. Yes. (laughs) So yeah, it's, and work's been so busy. You just jump into the school year. Right. You don't have time to think. Yeah. So I guess that's a blessing in disguise. Right. Um, Yeah. So it's good. It's bittersweet. You know, it's all, it just never feels long enough when they're first born. And I'll look forward to when Augie and Charlie come back to school with me. So at least I get that time with them. Yeah. Oh, good. How are things on your end? Oh, things are good. I had a busy weekend. We we had to travel to Long Island, which take like there's always traffic going in and out of Long mm-hmm. Island, so it was like three hours plus there, three hours plus back. Then I had to go all in one day. Uh, one day, yeah, and then had to go the following day out to my sister's to get like the last of the stuff out of her house, which she's already gone and moved and everything. Mm-hmm. So it was like the final like closing of the house which was just kind of weird and bittersweet I guess you can call it although more bitter Mm -hmm. than sweet in my opinion yeah um but I did take like some of her beautiful big planters that she had and I have them in front of my house so it's like it's nice to kind of have that and and Mm -hmm. think about her in the house and yeah all that yeah 
Oh, that's nice. We were a little like you this weekend that uh, we came up your way. We did like two and a half hours to like Golden's Ridge oh, Bridge. Yeah. Um, so we were there, um, birthday party and pool party. Wow. So we oh, well, it was a nice Friday weekend we for got, it. Yeah. So we had gotten back from Seattle on Tuesday and then Friday we drove up to New York. Okay. Definitely got hit the hardest by time to time zone change. Yeah. Um, it took at least three days for him. Oh, yeah. Of course, the girls were much, much better. So I think that was what we got back Tuesday. So, yeah, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yeah. Friday when he acclimated, we we're like, okay, and we're going to travel again. Yeah. What's <laughs> the time difference? weren't in their own bed. Three hours. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's considerable. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not awful, but not awful, it yeah. was enough that it was like he was like waking up at 10, 1030 in the morning and, you know. Yep. We're definitely off his schedule. Crazy. So, and then just not being in their bed for a week. And then, you know, we did it again over the weekend. <laughs> and then we went to, uh, we stayed there overnight till Saturday and Saturday night. And then we went to the lake on Sunday. So. Great. I was saying we just crammed it in before I had to go back to work. <laughs> I feel like we're doing the same thing. We have a camping trip planned literally Friday to Monday. And then she starts school and on Tuesday. Yep. So <laughs> big girl kindergarten time. I know. I've had such mixed feelings about it. We'll have to do an episode on kindergarten. Yeah. Once it starts for sure. Exactly. Look forward to people. We got more coming. More things coming. Look at that. Oh yeah. She might be in first grade by the time it airs, but it's coming. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you want to circle back to um your sister since that's kind of what we're talking about tonight? Sure. Where shall I begin? At the beginning. <laughs> I know that this has been a hard one that really you just told me your sister's moving yeah you weren't ready to talk about it and now you are I mean not really like I'm already getting teary <laughs> oh. oh Trisha I'm, I'm surprised I have so much trouble with it but well I mean you guys have been close to each other distance wise since college like post-college We've never been apart, driving like very far for long yeah, periods like of time. Yeah, the f- longest you've been apart. You've always been able to just kind of drive and be in each other's lives. So yeah, like yeah, she had a summer when she was in Martha's Vineyard, but other than that, we've always been in driving distance, like where we could just pick up and go see each other on the weekends. So I mean, I was exactly. I was used to seeing her and the kids every other weekend. Were you seeing her that much? Yeah, yeah. I mean, wow. sometimes we would go a little longer, but I would say on average, it was probably every other weekend. Okay. But um, what led to the move? I'm guessing it has stems Johnny's death. <sighs> I feel like start, it was it really was a bunch know. of things. So, um, well, first, I, I still feel like she's in flight or fight mode. So I, she was triggered by a couple of things. So when my dad had his heart attack um, over the holidays, I think that kind of triggered something for her. Like, I need to be close to mom and dad in case something happens. What's the drive down to Florida for her? Oh, it's like... It's far. I want to say like 18 to 24 hours, something like that. Well, that's what I was thinking. Like she's not just right there. Should something happen? Oh, my parents and my older sister are moving to North Carolina. They officially are doing it. Yes. Okay. I know you talked about it, but I thought they were still in Florida. So they're still in Florida, but I would say, I would say within the year, they'll be there as well. Okay. And all like same town. Um, within like everyone living probably within like 30 to 40 minutes of each other. They'll probably all be. That's a big change. Oh yeah. Wow. Now why are your mom and sister moving? Because I know your parents moved down to Florida when Casey was down there. Yeah. Well, so we had a big family discussion at Johnny's at the anniversary, Johnny's one year anniversary of his death. 
And we'd all talked about moving closer. And obviously it's much different for my sisters who don't have significant others because it's really like them and my parents. And Mm -hmm. um, we've been talking about all moving closer. I mean, Jason and I included, but you know, we have Jason also has his family here. Exactly. And so we were always on son with mom. Yeah, exactly. So we've always been on a little bit different timeline. And then yeah, but I think with my father having the heart attack, my mom was getting on a clinical trial for her cancer. And where is she on that right now? Like in terms of the cancer, last you said like she was doing okay. So she is doing okay. I mean, she was on she's on medication, and and at the end of the day, the cancer isn't what's going to kill her. It's the medication because it weakens the heart. Um, it she has elevated like you know liver enzymes, like stuff like that. Like so so it's yeah. really it's the medication. Other parts of her body are working really hard. Right yeah, now. exactly. Um, but they're still giving her a fighting chance. So this this clinical trial was an opportunity that she qualified for, where if she was on this new medication with her current medication for a year there was the potential that she could get off all medication entirely, which obviously would give her a lot better chance because, like I said, it's the, the, the medication that would probably kill her before the cancer would. So um, so she was getting on this, this clinical trial, and the last thing Johnny did before he died was a clinical trial. So I think she just yes, had these triggers. triggering. Mm-hmm. And she just was like, if I move, I know they won't be far behind because it's been a conversation. And so she just did it. She just decided and she did it. She also had some closure with Johnny's doctors, the two most influential doctors in uh, their life. Um, She had finally met up with and kind of like said goodbye and had kind of really beautiful moments with them. And I think that was that helped her kind of in her grieving process, be able to like feel like she she had done what she needed to do in New York. Okay. And could move. So, yeah, I think it's I think. It's just been really hard because I feel like through this, the past decade, it's really the focus. My focus has really been on her and making sure she's mm-hmm. okay because of everything that was going on with Johnny. Johnny had been sick that long. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been, it's, it's like woven into like who I am. I wish I could give you a hug right now, Trisha. <laughs> Thanks. Oh. Do you think you didn't realize how woven into your life everything was yeah or you did and it's just hitting you right now i think it just became normal it's like i didn't think yeah. about it it's your only way of life that you knew yeah so as much as like she was kind of in like this fight or flight i was in like this hyper protection and support support yeah mode um and so it just, I don't know. And it's like, even more than that, I think, I think some of the hardest parts for me is, I'm sorry, I'm so emotional. You don't, you don't even have to apologize. Just do you. Um, you know, J- Jason and I decided to just have Remy. And a yeah. big part of that decision was because I knew she would grow up you had your, with her cousins who with would her cousins. be like siblings. Yeah, and I just feel like that's just just taken, taken from her. Um, and then the other part of it too is like, I really wanted to be a strong figure in their life, especially losing their father. Um, and that's been taken from you. And that's been taken. What from does me. Jessica and your family say about? Like, do they understand it'll be a longer time frame for you? And 
how you're feeling on your end about it like more jessica because that's the one that you've been close to and cousins and you guys have been there you know you've been closely woven with the whole johnny experience yeah and she she understands and she knows and just like i understand her perspective you know a lot of people mm-hmm. want to point out her pers- her perspective on things and it's like i get it i i really do i understand she she needed a change and she needed to get away and she needed to refocus on the kids um and herself and just kind of start over and i think the hard part for me was that you know i know that was what she had to do for her but it's hard to think that what was better yeah. for her didn't include me yeah and i and no. i know she says that makes sense you know i was the one thing that was like made this so difficult everything else she was mm-hmm. like ready to move but it was it was me and she mm-hmm. and a big thing that i was really upset about she didn't talk to me about it she kind of just like made the decision and i i know now that she did that because she knew that it wouldn't take very much for me to she persuade have her. Done it. Yeah. Yeah. And she knew I wouldn't want her to go. So how, how fast did this all happen? A month and a half from literally the decision until she was moved out. Closing it. Does she buy a place she's renting? She's renting. But I mean, like the kids are already in their first week of school. Like, I mean, it just, it happened so fast. She was able they to move this put the house on the market, ago, right? sell it. This and past move. weekend? What's that? She moved this past weekend, right? A week ago? No, she actually moved the beginning of August. And okay. then she moved and then we met up and we had our trip in Tennessee, our family trip in That's Tennessee. That's what I'm thinking of. Okay. And then she went back home and then the kids started school. But she was gone all summer. So even though the decision was like a month and a half, I didn't get that month and a half with her. I didn't get anything with her. Okay. I got one weekend with her from the time that she decided to do it to the time that she she moved. This is just a huge adjustment for everyone. Yes. And the family aspect has to be, yeah, like, that was your person. And like you said, for Remy, like, does Remy understand? We haven't talked about it a whole lot. Like, I've obviously said... emotional in front of her? Oh, she's seen me emotional about it, but I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't think it, like, it really registers. She's just like, it's okay, mama, but then, like, it's over. Um, Yeah, that's, like, perspective. I think we were talking recently when the girls would be like, yeah, that was tomorrow. I'm like, you mean yesterday or three days ago? They have no concept of time right now. Right. They don't have that concept of time. And like. Yeah. So not seeing her cousins hasn't clicked because she probably just saw, saw them. Right. Right. And, you know, so many people, which bothers me, they're like, yeah. well, you have FaceTime. You can always FaceTime. And I'm like, first of all, that is no replacement for being in no. person. And I don't know if you've ever tried to FaceTime children, but they. <laughs> Yeah. Do not That's why care. You and I don't because <laughs> then we're just talking or if we're even allowed because then you're like chasing after them. It's it sounds great in theory and the hardest thing to do because they're like, oh, you want to see my bathroom? Like, why are we showcasing our bathroom right now? Yeah. And then they go off and play and you're like, hello, someone's on the video. Yeah. Yeah. Possible. And I mean, I will definitely make efforts and try to have like creative opportunities where I can say, hey, you know, when you're about to do your homework, why don't you FaceTime me and we'll, we'll do it together. You can kind of like read aloud and like, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'll try and come up with creative ways, but you know, it's still, it's just hard. Like it is. I think about the, you know, my sister's just like the mindset, we're going to make it work. We're going to make it work. And I'm, I'm just very logical. I'm like, okay, how things will change. It's time. It's money. You know, those are things that are like the hardest to come by. I feel like sometimes. Um, yeah. 
So, I mean, I, I like her positive outlook on it and I'd like to have the same, but I just know, I think there's just that, I just know that everything's going to be different and, mm-hmm. you know, change can be good. I just, it's yeah, been really hard for me to like, just like. wrap my mind around this because it's, to me, it's just not a positive thing, at least for me. And I know it is for her. And obviously I care so much about her happiness and her well being. Um, yeah, but you have feelings too, and you yeah. are involved in this scenario. So like you said, they might, what you wanted didn't align with her, which I would probably, that would hurt a little, even though it wasn't meant to hurt. But right. you guys have been so close. I mean, you're twins. You, yeah. You still always think of that story of, you know, whoever hurt themselves, their knee or leg in soccer at college and the other, like, their legs started hurting, yeah. you know, but the other didn't know, like, you're connected. Yeah. Yeah. So that's. And then everyone's like, oh, well, now you have some place to visit. And it's like, yes, but like, in all honesty, like how many trips do we realistically do in a year? And I don't always want them to be going to North Carolina, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And it's also different trips versus just being of come to my house, come to her house, the way you guys could drive. You just, it was an extension of your house. Right. Right. Yeah. What's Jason say? What's his perspective on, on all of it? Um. I mean, he, he, he understands, you know, he's just, he's just been very supportive of where I am and letting me know that like, everything will be okay. And, you know, he feels the same as me that, you know, it's a big decision that she really rushed into. Um, But at the end of the day, you know, like it's her life, she's going to do what she wants to do. And, um, and he's just, he's just supportive. He's not, you know, he's just been good about it. And I know, you know, if there was a time where I was like, I really need to go see my sister, he would figure out a way so that I could, you know, whether it's, okay, yeah. I'll take care of Remy and you go or, you know, whatever it means. Like, I, I know he would, he would step up and he knows how important it is to me. Um, yeah. I will say like, since Jessica has moved, we have talked on the phone almost like every day, which we hadn't really done when she was here. Um, mm-hmm. So that's been, that's been nice. Nice um, connecting in a different way. And I was also thinking, I mean, again, this doesn't replace being together, but with um, your nieces, well, your niece and nephews, mm-hmm. what about audio um, text? Because I know I do that a lot or we've done it with you. Yeah. We're just sending a video and then people can respond back when they're able to that day. Yeah, that's true. So you still get the video, you can watch it over, but they don't need to reply right that moment. But that could be a kind of fun way to keep in contact with them or even Jessica. But it's a little, I feel like for me, it's a happy medium between a text and FaceTime or, That's you know true. what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, I did that a lot with Jack while he was at school. I would send videos of like okay. Remy. Yeah. Um, and so I think it's just a matter of starting to like kind of get that into like a little routine, like maybe like try and do it like once a week or something. Um, yeah. But that's a really good idea. Whether like videos of like purposefully, almost like a video letter. Yeah. Like, hey guys, and have Remy and Jason or just you, like whatever. Yeah. You could do that. And just until you get to see them again can be a kind of a fun way to communicate. Yes, that's very true. Yeah. It was, I've been thinking a lot more about family lately. Yeah. Um, you obviously know the whole situation with my parents and that we don't have a relationship. Mm-hmm. And I have been still communicating and had a long distance relationship with um, my aunts mm-hmm. in Seattle. Right. But this trip to Seattle was very therapeutic, I have to say. I thought I had been really good with um, Turn Off the Light Love. Thank you. Um, 
I felt like I was in a good space with everything that had gone down with my parents. Like it kind of is what it is. It, you know, not really dwelling on that they aren't here to see their grandkids and, you know, not kind of mourning that relationship we once had. Yeah. Um, but seeing family that, gosh, Trisha, it, like I said, I feel like they've done a really good job at staying in contact from long distance, especially since things went down with my parents, but I haven't seen them. Phil and I were trying to figure out, I think the last time we were in Seattle was like 13 years ago. Wow. But I didn't see my family then. So I'm talking like, I don't know, maybe like 20 years since I've seen them, like 15, 20 years. Um, Two of my cousins I have seen more recently, probably like 13, 15 years ago, um, because they saw me on the East Coast. Yep. Um, But it's been hard for me. I realize not having anyone that's known me since I was a kid, like knowing my childhood right. or knowing my parents, like really knowing my parents that lots of people, like you've met them, but like not many people knew them growing up. Right. So just being able to talk to other people and my mom had, um, this no longer talks to her brother Jeez. and him and I have never spoken about my mom not speaking to either of us. Wow. Um, I think that was kind of part, I never said it, but like, I didn't, I was like, when that happened, I was late college or just graduating college, you know, like I'm young, 20 something, like just doing me. So I wasn't really paying attention to what was going on with my parents' relationships with their siblings, their friends or whatever. Um, So, but just hearing the stories and kind of some things that went down amongst family members, it made me feel like, you always wonder like, is it me? Right. Like it didn't make you feel so alone in the process. Yes. And just hearing some true similarities between things um, that were said. It was just, it was something I kind of needed, but didn't realize I needed. Right. Right. Um, And then reconnecting on like a more true level. Because like you said, it's different having a relationship long distance. So while I felt connected, it doesn't compare for being right there. And um, our my cousin so my mom's siblings she's like five years apart from all her siblings so my oldest cousins like my oldest cousin i think is like 64 i want to say oh wow okay so it's like their kids are closer in age to me yeah so like your second cousin so like really my second cousin so it's like i had a big array but um so technically my second cousin julian he just turned 10 months but that's the closest cousin in age to charlie and augie and harlow so watching them with him, it was just, oh God, now I'm getting emotional. <laughs> just one of those shows. <laughs> <laughs> it was something I wanted for them. Like, obviously we have Phil's family and we do, you know, they have their second cousin here who um, is 10, but she's very much now like turning teenager and she'll hang out with Charlie and Augie, but they're not interesting anymore. You know what I mean? Yep. Like short windows. Yep. She'd rather be on her iPad, whatever. So it's just different. But having someone that's even closer in age to them yep. and their interactions and them being all about it, it was just really cool to see. And I was like, man, that would be so cool to like, you know, I how can I keep that relationship going? Yeah. And it would just be nice if it was like, like you said, time and money. I can't fly out to Seattle with three kids. Right. Exactly. Often. And likewise, they can't come out. It's just like, he's going to be a totally different person. And even connecting to my cousin. Hi, Maggie. Um, <laughs> she listens to the podcast regularly. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. 
um, you know, just like her being a mother. And it's just, it was really nice. So I get it for like what you were saying. And Phil is funny. Like one, I didn't realize how much I missed the outdoors. Like I've always said the outdoors and the weather of where I grew up, I missed. I always knew that, but yep. seeing it, Phil's like, would you move here? And I don't even think he finished the sentence. I was like, yep. <laughs> He's yep. like, whoa. I was like, choose to spend you know some time it's nothing that we would do now and don't know if it would ever happen but you know because nothing would happen with phil's mom alive she's you know need that time with her don't know how long she'll be with us Could yep. be 10 years 20 years two years you know you have no idea yep exactly but um so no i just i have very much been feeling like that family aspect that you know that you're talking about so I'm feeling what you feel, but in the reverse. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you have Phil's family, which is your family, but it's, there's something it's different about different. seeing your family, like you said, that know your past and your history and have these similar tree lines, you know what I mean, to yours. And there's, yeah, there's just like that. It's just the way they would connection. do things, tradition. Like, even though we were still four hours apart from each other growing up, um, I, younger younger i saw them quite regularly but um like the stockings that we do every year yeah well that yeah um that's my mom's side of the family their tradition so my aunt was helping me make i did harlow's um, little appliques and she's helping me put it together but they all have that of that one sister her family has that same stocking so it's just like traditions like that that phil's family does a different so relating like you said like yeah. everyone just does a little different but you kind of a little bit more connected mm-hmm. or family recipes I'm like oh my god I forgot about that I haven't tasted this since when oh it's my just gosh nostalgia, yeah. I guess yes. that's what it is it's nostalgic yeah and yeah. I hear what you're saying even about like the outdoors and stuff like I drove with Remy I was driving through I went to go see my my um my relatives in Rhode Island for my cousin's baby shower and I stayed with my aunt and my my two closest cousins and I, we stayed up till like one 30 in the morning talking and we do it every time we're there. And I, this was like in the midst of everything going on with Jessica and I had a lot going on with work, um, which I haven't even, I don't even think had a chance to talk to you about. Um, and so no. there was just like, there was just so much heightened emotions around like stuff happening at work and mm-hmm. stuff happening in my personal life. And, um, and I, I went to Rhode Island and I was excited to see them, but I was like also just like dreading that I was in this like headspace that I didn't, like to be in and I was able to just like turn everything off and just like be so present with them and it was like like you said it was so therapeutic it was like everything I needed and yeah. didn't know yeah you don't even realize yeah yeah um and it was great because it's like I even said to my aunt like I can't wait to come back I just I can't wait to come back and see you and stay with you mm-hmm. guys and just have this time and Remy got to play with my cousins you know kids and so it I think that was an, a, an aspect of it too you know being so worried about her not having her cousins quote unquote yeah. siblings she had this opportunity so maybe to that's the, ch- the positive and the change that you couldn't even imagine but maybe it's well that relationship starts getting stronger yeah that you bond with them in a way maybe you wouldn't necessarily have been able to because you're going out to jessica's every other weekend like yes. obviously you still wish she was here but well that's funny because that that's exactly what i said have... i was like well i was like you might see more of me now because i have to fill my time with family because now <laughs> i don't have any here you know um, yeah. And it is hard too when you, you know, you're you, like you, like, like what you said, like going out to see your family, it's like you do feel very connected with your spouse's family, but then it's like spouses. I say spouses as like a general term, but obviously, you know, I mean, Phil and with I me, know Jason. What you mean. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, Jason. Um, yeah. But it's, it's different when you're with like 
family that you've seen growing up and just know you from an early age and have seen you through your growth periods and like yeah there's just like that connection that isn't there, is. there otherwise you know the and there's this different sense of love yeah that oh geez oh. <laughs> <laughs> just knowing your love you know what i mean like in-laws love you and it's just a different kind yes well and i think I them know. knowing what you've been through with your parents too it gives them a yeah. whole different kind of love for you um I'm not going to lie, like, I was just actually talking about you and your parents in Tennessee to my family, and it's crazy, like, every time it kind of, like, pops in my head, which is, like, not often, but, like... About my family? Yeah, often enough, I still just, like, I can't wrap my mind around it. You know, I didn't know know your parents, but I had met them enough times, and... They and reminded, saw our relationship and saw your relationship and saw similarities between your family dynamics and my own family dynamics, mm-hmm. and so it's still so like I'm constantly like I just it. wish I could get in their heads and like understand yeah, why you and me both because right? I whenever someone asks like you don't talk to your parents well natural question why I'm like well I'm not sure yeah and I'm like I think it's because but I. I don't know. And it's and I, like aggravating for you. Aggravating. I don't know. But it's also just nothing happened to the degree that warrants the change in the relationship. Right. To cut off your daughter. Right. You know, unless I went out trying to like kill you guys. or <laughs> I don't know. Just did something so un, un, unimaginable. Yeah. Yeah. But it didn't. Right. So I just like, yes, families go highs, lows, get upset at each other. But I think your family is very much the, at the end of the day, you always have your family. Yeah. You can turn to each other. We got your back no matter whether we agree with you, we don't agree. Right. Like we're here with you. Yeah. And that's how I was raised, how I grew up. So then all of a sudden for that not to be true, it definitely, you know, it's made it harder for me to trust even Phil. Yeah, absolutely. He's like, I I got you. I'm here for you. And I'm like, I heard that one before. I heard that all my life. And look who's not here, you know? Yeah. So it is a little harder to trust when I hear those words. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Well, and I'm sure, I'm sure having Harlow stirred a bunch of stuff up too, because you're just like, here is this new perfect little being coming into the world. No, I didn't. You didn't? (laughs) didn't, Oh, okay. No, I think it's, I mean, they weren't here for Augie. I know. And they were barely there for Charlie. The, my mom met her at three weeks and that was it. Yeah. You know, yeah. and even looking at, um, you know, and my uncle shared a letter that my dad had sent them and a conversation he last had with my mom. And, you know, so I was like, one of the things he said, I was like, oh, that sounds a lot like something that a conversation I had with them. And I haven't looked at any emails or texts with my parents in years. Right. So I started scrolling back and I was like, oh my God, Trisha, like same words when we, not just the words, but the lack of response of Charlie being born, setting a picture, nothing till the next day. And then nothing. I think it was like till three months later, like the lack of communication. I remember you I saying that I, when we would meet up. I remember you talking about that. I don't remember. I had put it out of my head. Well, yeah, of course like you do. It's like that. Seeing some of it. Self-protection yeah. mode. 
it must be because it's like, oh my God. Yeah. That, and then I would like look at a text from, you know, what, I forget my mom, my dad, or like there's a group one. It's like the, just, you could really see that relationship unraveling. And yeah. And, like, and you kept one trying. Message, yeah. One message, I was just going to say one message to my dad saying, I know things have been strained with us. Just want to let you know, think of you. I love you. No response back from him. Uh, that's, that's hard. That's, I don't care how old you are to not get and I love you back when you've put yourself out there, especially in such like a, a in, in a situation where things are, are so strenuous between the relationship mm-hmm. to put that like yeah. olive branch out there as the daughter and not get anything in return. Like that hurts. Yeah. That hurts. So yeah, no, Harlow did not trigger things. I think that I guess that makes sense. Been I guess this that makes way sense. for so long that yeah. I just, they're missing out. I did go by my birth mother's house. Um, when we were in Seattle. Oh, really? And my, yeah, and grandparents' house. And so it was like a very nostalgic trip and also just a curiosity of like, where did my story begin? And they were birth mother's house <clears throat> where she grew up. And I, I know her mom passed uh, like a year ago, September. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if like any of the family is living there or whatever still. Now, but, do you, ha- um, you don't have a relationship with your birth mother, correct? No. Okay. No. Nothing. And I didn't get out of the car. I just was like, it was just truly my curiosity is where did my story begin? Like what led to my adoption? What led to birth parents putting me up for adoption? Right. And then like a medical side of it, you know, yeah. um, especially for the kids. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think I'm really looking for a relationship um, from that. But no. just like I said, like what what led to my being? Who were you? Who was birth father? Okay. Yeah. Just so you can understand yourself a little bit better. Well, because I don't think myself, but I'm just curious how I came to be or like not everyone would put the child up for adoption or, you know, so. so yeah. Do you know just, the reason? No, no. So that's what I mean. Like, just how did it come to be? Yeah. Just really, truly a curiosity of mm-hmm. it. Um, but the birth mother's home was eight minutes from where we were staying. <laughs> It turned out. Oh, my gosh. That's I, so crazy. I, you know, mapped it when we got there. I was like, yeah, Phil, I think I may want to just go check it out. And so punched it in. I was like, Phil, like the house is six to eight minutes away. That's insane. That's crazy. You wonder, like it wasn't, it was a cute little neighborhood, cute streets. I was like, so, because you wonder maybe it was poverty and couldn't care for a child and, you know, that kind of thing. I was like, well, that wasn't it. Right, right. <laughs> Like truly just like what led to it? What yeah. was to your decision? So yeah. Lots of family reflecting going on, huh? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Oh, it's hard. Do you have plans for when you'll next see Jessica and your ne- nephews and niece? No, no, um, I don't. And I, I do plan on whenever there's like a long weekend, maybe in October or maybe, you know, sometime in November, whether it's Thanksgiving or prior to that. But that starts to get the busy season for me for work. So like leaving is really not easy. But I'm I'm kind of them coming to you. Um, maybe. But you know something that I brought up with Jessica when she was moving is I was like, how are you even flying here? Like, how am I fitting you and the three kids and myself and Remy and Jason like in a vehicle? Like, how are we traveling? Like, do we have you rent a car? Yeah, but like it. I mean. It's it's hard with that many kids. I mean, to f- to fit in a ve- like one vehicle. So I'm like, we'd have to take I two know. cars. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, we'd have to take two cars. I mean, even trying to just take the kids for a weekend. 
um, when, when Jessica was here, it was really challenging. We'd have to meet up and switch cars so I could take her big yeah. car. And, you know, it was just challenging. So you're going to have to rent an eight seater. Yeah. Just get a, a van. Just like we should just find you a know, van. Like you would a family van. <laughs> family van. Oh, my God. But, you know, you figure things out. I know. You can't possibly fathom the answer right now and you're yeah. not in that situation right now right but when the time comes that jessica's like hey we want to come up or i'm going to send the kids to you for a weekend you're magically going to make it happen and then the end of that weekend or whatever you'll be like oh that's how we did it right it's just right there's too many possibilities and scenarios right now and you can overload your brain and it's so emotional to think about it's just too much. Yeah. But just, you know, when the time comes, it will work itself out really well. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why when I get like so emotional about it, I don't know, like, I don't know what I'm hung up on. Like, I don't know what, like literally thinking about it can just like bring me to tears. Um, Cause it's emotional and that's been your connection and identity. Yeah. Like, it's, it makes sense why you're, I wouldn't even say hung up on it. Like that's just, it's a big part of your life changing. Yeah, and a big and part that I didn't have a things. say in. Yeah, there you go. The control. Yeah. And it happening so fast. Yeah, so fast. You know, so yeah. Tennessee was when, like, we ha- we officially, like, had to say, like, goodbye. You know, like, not no, not having mm-hmm. plans or knowing when we see each other. And oh, the absolute hardest part for me was saying goodbye to the kids. Because yeah. I'm, like, hugging their little bodies. And I'm, like, oh. they change so much, you know? And it's like yeah. the next time I see them, like, cry. they're going to be different. Like, their little bodies are going to be different. They're going to be bigger. They'll be different. But you know what? You've had, gosh, how old is Mason? He's nine. Nine. Okay. So you've had, like, a solid foundation with them that the next time you see them, you know that it's not going to be like Jessica saying, oh, this is your Auntie Trisha. Remember her? Like, they <laughs> yeah. will have physically grown and changed because just kids grow and develop like insane insanely like we can't even keep up with it yeah but you have that foundation and relationship and you have their heart so you will always have that even if you can't be there for every change like they know you yeah and you have that relationship with them which makes it hard and also maybe a little comforting yeah well and like it was really sweet today i was talking to jessica and then mason is so cute every time he knows that she's on the phone with me he's like hi auntie trisha and I'm like, hi, Mace. You know, he's always said hello. He's always so sweet. And yeah. um, Jessica was like, you have to see this art project he did. So he's like, can I FaceTime? Can I FaceTime? And I'm like, yes, of course. Like, I'm pumping gas mm-hmm. and driving, but I don't care. And uh, <laughs> we FaceTimed and he showed me his art project and we talked about it a little bit. And then he's like, Auntie Casey's calling. Can I talk to her? And I was like, okay, bye. Um, but it was oh. it was still like those those moments are, are so important to me, like so much more yeah. important to me now than they ever things. have been. Yeah, yeah, because it's like those – those little things matter. Like they make a big mm-hmm. difference, especially not seeing each other. So it's like when I, when I get those moments, I will hold on to them and take advantage of them every time I, I get to, especially when he's making the initiative. It's like, yeah, absolutely. I'm free. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I know something about you, like you find a way with your relationships. Like I think back to, um, God, why am I blanking Jack? Uh-huh. Like there was, when he was hitting his teens, it was harder to talk with him. He wanted to be with his friends. You know, you didn't get those moments that you guys used to have on the weekends and just talking in bed. Like things changed and you still found a way 
through his teenage years to connect with him and meet him where he was. Yeah. And you will do that with them. You're really good at that. Thank you. Yeah. So you'll, you will find your way through this. I know that. I know. And I think ultimately I know that too, which is why like when I get so emotional about it, I'm like, why am I, you know, why am I allowing myself to get so upset about something I, I really have no control over? I mean, as much as I didn't have a say in it, that was, it's almost, that's almost a good thing too. It's like, I didn't have a choice. I didn't have that control. So, you know, I have to just kind of roll with it. Um, you also didn't have yeah, the time this, to process. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm, I'm getting better. I didn't expect myself to be as emotional about this today, mm-hmm. but I think I just kind of had a melancholy day, a melancholy day as it was. So probably didn't help. <laughs> <laughs> Was it work? What's that? (laughs) Was it a melancholy day because of work? Um, I don't, you know, I I can't even put my finger on what it was. I'm, I'm battling this like little cold, um, Remy. I don't know if it's like allergies or just like a cold because the weather is starting to get a little cooler and, you know, the seasons are kind of changing. Um, so I don't know what it is. I think it was that. And then I don't know. I honestly don't know. Remy went and got her vaccine today and she was so brave and amazing. Vaccine for what? Uh, she had to get her DTaP and polio vaccine. Okay. Um, and she was like so prepared. She's like, I want the shot. I'm going to be so brave. And she was. She reminded me when she was like a baby. Like she just didn't cry. She was such a trooper. <laughs> um, oh, Remy girl. So that was really nice. Um, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I was. It just was. It was just one of those days. It's probably going to hit you in highs and lows. It's just yeah, yeah. unpredictable. Some days will be better than others. Yeah, exactly. That's a lot. <sighs> this is a heavy one. Is it? Yeah. Is it harder <laughs> knowing the rest of your family is all going to be together too? Do you think that'll hit you in a different way? Yeah, too? I think I think it will at some point. Um, you know, like maybe when they're all together and they like FaceTime or something, mm-hmm. I'm just going to feel very like kind of left out. But I've yeah. always kind of felt that I don't want to say always, but I've been I've I've felt that more in the past decade than I have because yeah, of Jessica's situation, that. you know, when they would travel, a lot of times they're going to see yeah. Jessica and staying with Jessica. Jessica and if they can make the time Casey. for me, they do. <laughs> um, so, yes, so yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure it will hit me a little bit more, but um, I think I'm a little bit more mentally prepared for that one than mm-hmm. I was for Jessica. Cause Logan. you know, it's coming. <laughs> yeah. 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 But well, I mean, how did they decide on North Carolina? So when we were talking, when we were talking about moving, um, my parents, obviously, and Casey, they really like the warm weather. So they were like, we can't go anywhere too cold. Like, we're not going all the way north to like Florida. I mean, to like New York. And Jessica and I were saying, well, we really like seasons. So like, it's okay if we go somewhere warmer, but we don't want to like miss out on all the seasons. We don't want like a Florida where there's no seasons. Um, And we like, you know, we like to be somewhere where there's, you know, mountains or lakes or water of, of some sort. Like, we find Florida to just be like very flat. Uh, not a whole lot of greenery. I mean, it depends where you are also, but, and literally the, and like literally like the halfway point between New York and Florida are, is the Carolinas. And so it kind of just made sense to go there. I think the other aspect that is difficult for me is because Jessica made this decision so quickly <clears throat> and she talked more with my older sister and my parents, cause she knew that they were closer behind in moving uh, they kind of decided together where they were going to live without really discussing it with me. And after... What do you mean? Like, did you guys not have a town? You just had picked a state? Or like, what do you mean? Like, like actual location of where they were going to be within the Carolinas. Like, there's like the more like 
Well, there's North Carolina and there's South Carolina. So, um, like where in the state? Like where in the state? Like because the, like from okay. one end to the other end can be three hours away. Mm-hmm. So you can't like just like everybody kind of had to collectively decide where they were going to live. And because my sister was making the first move, she kind of was like deciding. And my older sister was saying yeah. she had to be more in like South Carolina um, for just like work purposes. And my parents really liked Greenville, South Carolina. And so Jessica was like, I really wanted to be in like the more Northern part of Northern Carolina, like near Raleigh. But she decided to settle on Charlotte because it was closer to where my sister and my parents wanted to be. But then because I I wasn't Is that right on the border of South Carolina and North Carolina? Yeah, yeah. It's very close. Um, And, but I wasn't really a part of the discussion. And so when Jessica was like in the process of like literally her house was already on the market, we start. I said, she was like showing me houses that she was looking at. And I said, well, why don't you look in those areas in my price point? And when she looked at my price point, we, her and I both realized, and I think it, it was a, it was really, that's when it, everything kind of clicked in Jessica's head, like, oh my gosh, this might not be a move that you're going to make anytime soon or if ever. Because Mm -hmm. when we looked in the area that she's looking, what we get in that area of North Carolina does not compare to what we have here in New York. Both Really? I thought it would translate. Like, I usually think of down south that you just get more for your money. I know. That's what everybody thinks, but not in certain areas. She's looking right outside of Charlotte or in Charlotte, like the outskirts of, like, Charlotte, the city. And it's very expensive. Um, Had she looked more in, like, the Raleigh area, my family looked in the Raleigh area, I probably could. We probably could. It would be, like, apples to apples or just a little bit different, whether we get a little bit more or a little bit less. Like, it would... What's the distance between Raleigh and Charlotte? Uh, like three hours. Okay. Yeah. That's still pretty significant and it defeats the whole point of going exactly, down there. Exactly. And so when Jessica saw that and I said, Jessica, I mean, I love you guys, but why would I pick up and move my whole family? Like, why would I leave what we have here as far as like a, a home that we love, a town that we love, a school's district that we love? Like, I mean, everything of those three things, it's all worse there than what we have here and so i'm kind of like yeah, and don't you have to consider jason like his brother's close and i know his mom's not close but still driving close and her health has been up and down right? well yeah and that's why that's why we weren't in the consideration when they were talking about moving because we that's not in our timeline and we've we yeah. were very clear about that you know like jason and i weren't ready to move uh, a year ago or mm-hmm. even now um you know because because well one we have our own life here but also his side of the family, you're right. Like a big p- part of that is his his mom, you know, living alone. And like, we're not going to just leave his brother to defend. And we also have, mm-hmm. you know, his brother here. And then his father, his father comes twice a year from France. Like, yeah. how is that? Now he's got to travel to two different, fly to two different states to see his family. Like, that's, that's just a lot. He's getting older. So like, those were all considerations, which is why yeah. we weren't ready to move. However, when you have both my sisters who don't have significant others, and you have my parents, they only really have to worry about themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you really they've made this it. decision mm-hmm. on where they're moving without really having the conversation with us. And now diving deeper into it, they, you know, I've come straight out and been like, I, I, I'm not, I'm not, this might not ever happen for us, at least not going to where you guys are. That has to be a big part of why you're so emotional though, because yeah, you don't know if it will happen. And the, this, we were going to do this as a family and then, you weren't included in that part like that has to just hit home like yeah yeah that's that would make me mad frustrated sad 
Yeah, and I think and I've tried to just like push that changes. off. I've just kind of, <laughs> it's been that so. That still plays with your emotions. It has to be whether you're acknowledging or not. Yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think that's when it really hit Jessica. Like she's like, I just always assumed like you weren't that far behind me. And I was like, well, <laughs> you shouldn't have assumed. Yeah. Um, <sighs> yeah. So that's another big part of it. Um, and now it's like, it it's hard like when when we used to have family gatherings and i know i've talked to you about this like when we used to have family gatherings before remy came along and it was for jack you know it would be like melinda and her whole family jason and his whole family and me and so i felt very much like this was like their (laughs) old life and i was just kind of like becoming a part of it um and it was really challenging and so i remember for one of jack's birthday parties um jessica and johnny and the kids were late and I was like really, really upset. And I was like, I needed you. Like, I just needed you to be there, like during the singing of the happy birthday. And like, I just needed, I needed like my family. I needed somebody who was like me. Um, I got you. You could just be. And so, yeah. And so knowing that like, um, it's not going to be the same. It's definitely not the same, but just like not having my person or like my Mm -hmm. family here, like that's, that's going to be hard. Like, you know, I get that part more than, <laughs> you yeah. know, not having your person. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, like stuff that I normally would never miss, like being at Mason's first day preschool and like, you know, mm-hmm. like my sister's not going to be here for Remy starting kindergarten. For Remy's. Yeah. Like she's not going to see, she never came to one of her soccer games. She didn't go to a dance class. Like she didn't get to make it to any of those things because Remy really just started last year. And like she had a lot going on and the kids had their own activities. Like totally understandable but now now she's definitely not going to get that opportunity and mm-hmm. uh, now I'm going to miss those opportunities with you know my niece and my nephews like I went to every single one of Payne's dance recitals and um, I tried to go to Mason's like lacrosse games and his lacrosse practices or his football games and practices and um, I'm just like I'm recording Charlie <laughs> she's like still <laughs> it's a long one um, be there in a minute Charlie so just knowing we're going to miss, like, I'm going to miss those things. And then, you know, that, that Remy's not going to get to experience that either. Like, she's not going to get to have her cousins or her, her mm-hmm. aunt there to, like, cheer her on. Um, and, you know, yeah. at the end of the day, she doesn't know any different. So. No, but you do from your childhood. So I'm sure you wanted that for her. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, like, it's, it's going to, it, it will work out, you know? Yeah. I mean. It's just not the future you envision. So, and not knowing what that future is now going to be. It's hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I think trying to think about that change and the negative parts of it, like, because it was hard for me not to think about it as a negative thing. Um, You know, it just, yeah, it just kind of like, it was really, it, it is and still is very hard for me to just like process. And I know I'll get there, but it's been hard. Yeah. <laughs> it just happened. And like you said, so much not in your control and really a lot to just, dive into and sort through like yeah it's a lot yeah and then like having to go there and like I cleaned out her fridge and Mm -hmm. you know I I took the you know the last of the things that were left there and like I took the kids bunk bed and at first I was like yeah I'll take it and then I was like "Uh, I don't know I really had a different idea of what I wanted to do for Remy for a bunk bed but then I was like for nostalgic reasons like how wonderful when Mason and Payton do come visit like they get to see their old bed like I just feel like 
I couldn't not take that bed. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so yeah. And then like having to like lock up and like, you know, we're like the last ones to kind of leave the house. And I had to say bye to her, her neighbor, Carol, who also lost her husband in the same year that Jessica oh, did and having to say goodbye to Maribel, who's been a part of the family since yeah. Mason was born. She was there yeah. and I got to say bye to her. And it's just like, you know, it's so bittersweet. It's just, it's like, like the said, end. It's like the end sweet. of like a yeah. chapter, you know? Yeah. And it's like, <sighs> we already had to close a chapter with Johnny and it was only two years ago. So it's like big changes like this. It's like, it's just a lot. Yeah, it is. I wish I could just give you a big, big hug right now. Thank you. I feel it. Yes, I am sending it to you, and I will be able to give you a huge hug <laughs> in two weeks. Yay! And then you can get some serious baby snuggles. Yay! Yeah, that'll wait. make you feel good. Yeah. You can watch crazy Augie antics and his dance moves, and watching Charlie and Remy together, it'll just make you feel good. I so. know. I'm so excited for it. Like, I, I always love seeing you guys, so... I'm really looking forward to it. Um, And I'm really happy that you were able to have that time in Seattle that you got with your family. Like I didn't realize, I I didn't realize till this call, like I'm just really happy for you. I feel like that was really important for, for you. Yeah. And in a way I didn't know I was going out there more for just to rekindle the relationship, like just get to know them again. Yeah. Because like I said, long distance is different than actual just hanging out. Yep. And then I just got other parts that I wasn't expecting, you know? Amazing. So, yeah. So you just never know how life's going to work out. You really don't. You really don't. And yeah. yeah. And I I tend to be a very positive person. So it's like, I want to think of this Mm -hmm. more positively. And I I, I know I'll get there. Um, You will. That's just raw. Yeah, it's just raw. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I hear more Charlie and... uh... Do you want to do some mom fashions? We should. I think we should wrap this up. Do we want to remind everybody or are we going to do like a skippy yeah, on this one? remind them. Okay. Uh, well. We'll remind people. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, um, I'm just going to start with our favorite, which is our email. Please reach out for any reason at all. It's momjeansandminivans at yahoo.com. And we are also on Instagram, momjeansandminivans. Um, that's our main one now. We're really not on Facebook or Twitter much, are we? Nope. Nope. Not at all. Nope. Nope. <laughs> As the families grow, <laughs> our social media declines. Yeah. No, not declines, but we're still very active no, on just Instagram. platforms. Yeah. Yeah. We're just platforms, not for us. Um, and if you want to listen to us, well, you are. But if you want to let other people know and spread the word, please do, which is like the most flattering thing for us. Um, and keep growing that mom and dad tribe. You can do so on pretty much any platform. And if you want to also love us by giving us five stars on iTunes and Spotify, that would be amazing because then it will let other people know out there and then we can hear from them and just hear your guys' stories and also know that you get what we're saying and we're not alone. So you can reach us that way. Yes, of course. And with that, a little mom fashion time. Mom fashion. I'm going to have you go first because... Okay. Yes. Mine's pretty lame. (laughs) Something that I think most parents will will relate to in that the clutter has been driving me bonkers. So this is more two weeks before Seattle that really is just like after the kids would pull something out, I'm like, put it away if you're grabbing something else. And I was saying, in fairness, not everything has a home anymore. It's just 
lots of stuff and it just we haven't had time to like do the true deep cleaning and reorganizing that we truly madly need to do oh my god i know but the kids do it at school it's such a big part of like you take out of work you put the other one away you make it available so Tr- trisha i just started like and also you know when the kids just kind of hear you they do the teenage thing even though they're four and two of like I'm speaking to you. Do you do you hear me asking you to pick that up? Oh, you forgot you left on the floor. And like, no, yeah, over here. The voice is coming over here. Like, you know. So finally, Trisha, I just went and took a plastic bag and I was like, All right, I am going to pick up anything I see and it just becomes mine. And so if you want it, go find a home for it. I've never seen the move so fast. Oh my gosh. Specifically, that's awesome. Specifically Charlie. Almost like she found it to be a game. And so I'm like Oh man, mm, the stuffy man. I guess I get this green dino. Okay, and they would just run and quickly, and then go throw it in the playroom. And then um, I would start moving slow. I'm like, I'll give you time to go put that way. You know, I'm like, hmm, what else can I find? Like that was the only way, but it was working magic. Oh my god, so, so funny! Like make a game point, out of but, it. Yeah, but bringing out the plastic bag. I mean, I was dead serious too. It would become mine, but. Um, I just hit a point where I was like, uh-uh, I can't, I can't do that. I mean, I truly should have just grabbed a giant black trash bag and not some small little plastic grocery bag. But yeah, so I just finally came to my end. I was like, plastic bag time. <laughs> so that is my mom fashion. Oh my gosh. All the been there. Amazing. Yes, I know. Actually, for our Tennessee trip, I bought these like clear zip like big envelopes and I literally made a bin and in every envelope was like a different activity or theme and I had it all lined up so she could just pull an envelope mm-hmm. out do it put everything back in the envelope and put it back into her bin I'm recording Charlie oh my god she's still awake I will check on you when I'm done go ahead <laughs> um and I just was like I wish my entire house could be like this bin right here <laughs> yes I know <laughs> but it was pretty awesome to have on the car ride <sighs> I imagine. I know. We did such a better job with Charlie and then Augie thing. The house went down and now Harlow. I'm like. It's so hard you know, to keep just, up with. Like I'm yeah, thinking about getting another like, person to like clean I'll do it in five years from now. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> You're like whatever. Out of sight, out of mind. Where's that bin? I'm just going to throw everything into it. in everything, but. <laughs> I hear ya. What is your mom fashion? Hopefully way better than mine. Oh, no, I feel like mine's lame too. I keep like forgetting to like think of them beforehand and like write them down. I had. <laughs> I had a list going for a while. Actually, you know what? Hold on one second. I'm going to see if there's a better one on there. Let me just look really quick. Because I had, I, I was starting to write them down. Because I was like, I got to write this down. I'll forget. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, I'm just like looking really quick. And of course, I can't find it. I'm so bad. Um, so my mom fashion, it's like, it's it's lame and super short. But um, mm-hmm. S- Remy somehow got into like my Apple Music, which I really don't use. It's like literally songs from college. And it just started like playing and I'm like, what are you playing? And she was playing this song that one of my sister's ex-boyfriends had made. Um, and like, that's what he does for a living. He's a singer. He's touring a different bunch of different places. So like he has good music. And Remy was like, yeah, this one. And she wanted to listen to it. And I was like, okay. And it's like so inappropriate. And all of a sudden it was like. What song is it? Uh, it's called Tricky Nicky. Um, okay. and it's, oh my gosh, I can't even think of his name right now. It like, literally just escaped me. That's so lame. I'm, I, I will think of it, but, um, <laughs> okay. it's, it's just like about a girl that, 
um, oh, you have to listen to the beginning verses because it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, when you meet a girl who's naughty and then it just talks about how she was like with the dealer that night and then she was in the hospital and her, her throat was slit. Like, it's so inappropriate. Oh, my God. I know. And there's like swear words in it. And like Remy will uh-huh. be like, I want to listen to it again. I want to listen to it again. Like, that's her thing. Like, if she hears a song, she likes it. She wants to keep listening and listening and listening. Next thing you know, we're walking into school because we listen to it in the morning. No, the wait, this was like today and into school. And Remy's like, when you meet a girl that's naughty. And then she's like, every, you know, um, I forget the verses, but it's like, you know, for fucking minutes. And she like said it as we're walking into school. And I was just like, oh my God, she's going to be like singing this song because it's in her head. I didn't realize she was like it's catching the words. She doesn't know. She was like, mom, because I said, Remy, you know, maybe we, we should turn this off. Like there's like inappropriate and like bad words in here. Like this isn't a song for you. And then so she kept saying, was that the bad word? Was that the bad? Like she didn't know which of which the words were bad. Yeah. But then she like literally sang the whole beginning verse. And I was like. When you meet a girl that's naughty, I was like, oh my God. Did they give you a look? What's that? Did anyone hear her sing it? And did they give you like a look? Yeah. Like, no, she was like, the, they opened the door and she started like singing it. And I just started <laughs> laughing and was like, okay, we're not going to sing that song in school. And I like, gave her a kiss. She was just like, ha ah, like gave her a kiss. And they were just, I, I think it like they glazed her. Like they didn't realize what was said or happening because I started like laughing loudly to try and like cover up what she was what saying. What else can you do? It's just, it's funny at that point. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh my God. I just thought, okay. I just thought of the confession that I had written down that I couldn't find. I'm going to do a quick, I'm going to do a quick one. I'm going to do a double. So. Okay. She, she's. Make a, up for me. <laughs> oh my God. I will be in, in a minute, Charlie. Okay. Oh, I had to cut out again. I was saying you can make up for me. Okay. So like total lapse of judgment and mom fail. So Remy is in a nut free school and uh, she's in a nut free, egg free, cheese free school. And I've always like sent her hot foods. Sometimes I'll make like cold cut sandwiches. Um, and occasionally I'll just do like a sun butter and jelly. And I was really like, I was out of food and it's like the second to last week of camp. I know that the boy that used to be in her class who had the nut allergy is not in her class. So I was like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to put like a little smear of peanut butter or whatever. And, Ma- and, she- and Remy was like, mama, is that peanut butter? And I was like, yes, mama, I'm not supposed to have peanut butter at school. I said, I know just, mm-hmm. you don't like Zaire's not in your class anymore. Right. That's who had the nut allergy. And she was like, no, he's in my class. And I, I looked at her and I said, Remy. And she was like, no, I'm just, I'm tricking you. He's not. I said, okay. I said, all right, well, she's like, I'm going to tell my teacher. I said, okay, fine. Tell your teacher and let them know that you have <laughs> peanut butter in your bag because like they don't always all eat lunch together. So mm-hmm. I get a message on the portal from the director and she's like, does Remy have peanut butter in her sandwich? And I was like, I like instantly was like, oh my God, I'm in trouble. <laughs> Did like you feel like you've just been called the principal's office? Um, absolutely. And I said, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I meant to say something. I really did mean to say something to them in the morning, but I was also trying to give Remy an inhaler because she's had like allergies to the point where she like coughs so badly. She oh has like God. these coughing fits. And so yeah. I was trying to get her to take her inhaler because she can't have her inhaler in school. And so I was trying to like teach her how to like inhale it into her lungs. She was like not getting it. It was like the most frustrating thing in the in the world. And so I got distracted and I didn't because I had taken so much time in the morning with that, trying to get her into school, I did, I like forgot about the peanut butter thing. So I was like, I'm so sorry. I meant to say something. And like, meanwhile, I'm like, there is no excuse. I know it's a nut free school. She's been going to that school for a year and a half. Like it's like, I know this, like there's really like no good excuse. And I, what did they say? Well, and I just was like, I did let Remy know. I meant to say something. I got so distracted. I'm really sorry. There's really no excuse though. Like I really shouldn't have sent her and I'm sorry. And she was just like, we have a severe nut allergy. Meanwhile, I find out it's the teacher she has for summer camp. (laughs) And I'm like, 
She's, was she okay? So she, yeah, she was okay. She's like, I'm going to, Remy told me before she had her lunch that she had peanut butter, so I knew. And she's oh, like, so she's eating lunch in my Can classroom. Imagine if she hadn't said anything and the teacher helped her? Oh my God, you could have sent her to the hospital, Trisha. I, no, like literally I, I could have. Like, she, like. Yeah, I know. I'm being literal. <laughs> oh my God. So anyways, that's like my bigger mom fashion. Like a mom. Oh, thanks for making up for my lame one. Yeah. So wrong of me. <sighs> I'm so rude. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> hey, you know what? It just sometimes you're in a slam and you genuinely thought that child wasn't there. I know. I know. Uh, We're going to have, I have, I'm finding out allergies for my students. They don't start just yet, but they do it class by class. Yes. So Charlie's like nut free, peanut free. I forget what Augie has. Um, maybe some more. Mine is not that, but I'm finding like one shellfish in my class. Fine. Easy peasy. And we do like a lot of food prep and cooking in Montessori. Yes. But two of my students are eggs. I'm like, how do you not cook with eggs? And so many of the basic you have to get recipes egg are picking. Yeah. Like they have I, like those I'm little. You're getting very creative. Yeah. I was going to say, they have those like little, you know, egg substitute, little, like, they look like little half and half bottles, whatever. And you just. They do? Yeah. You could just pour that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they okay. don't get the fun of like cracking so... an egg, but. Well, that's all right. It was going to be shells anyways. There's very few students that can do the egg cracking in my class anyways, usually. So, <laughs> Yes, true. True. They are younger. Oh, well, I am glad you didn't send anyone to the hospital. Oh, my gosh. Like, seriously. Uh, that would yes. have just made the mom fashion like that much more oh, insane. But thank goodness. Yeah. Stay tuned. Maybe on the next one, we'll send someone to the hospital. <laughs> oh, my God. So bad. <laughs> all right. I'm going to go put this child to sleep. I can't believe she's still up. I know. So. Tell Charlie I said hi and I love her. I will. Okay. And we will see you soon. Okay. Love you. All right. Love you too. Until next time. Ciao. Ciao.